Welcome to season one of Why Play Anywhere Else, a Sticks baseball podcast powered by JKR Baseball. We're the podcast by the players, for the players. My name is Jay Shrigling, and I'll be your host. With that being said, Arkansas Sticks president, Coach Chase Brewster, is always on the lookout to enhance the opportunities for all of his players across the country and enhance his program in general. We believe this podcast is another aspect to that goal. Be ready for some in-depth conversation and some genuine content here on the Why Play Anywhere Else podcast. Let's dig into today's episode after a word from our sponsor. sponsor is JKR Baseball. After starting as the JKR podcast less than two years ago, 2023 would be a year of expansion. That expansion not only includes this podcast, but the potential for an entire baseball podcast network. Other features and services include event management, collegiate baseball player branding, NIL advisement, and a new blog starting this spring. With with this expansion, we are now on the lookout for future young talent with similar mindsets. Are you a college or even a high school student that wants to work in baseball? JKR Baseball might be the place for you to get your foot in the door. If this sounds like something you may be interested in, contact me, Jay Shrigling, at 260-585-4388. But with that being said, let's dig into today's episode. And welcome back to Why Play Anywhere Else, the Sticks Baseball Podcast, powered by JKR Baseball. We are the podcast for the players, by the players. Special guests today include 2026 outfielder Cameron Reitner and 2025 left-handed pitcher Jackson Estes. With that being said, pumped up you guys on the show. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing well, real well. I'm doing good. Awesome. Great to hear, guys. So before we get rolling with your guys' baseball careers, we dig into the you know, sticks, high school season, stuff like that. I got one question I like to ask everybody that gets on the show, and that is, for those who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? Let's go ahead. Who is Cameron Reitner? Who is Jackson Estes? Kind of go into that. I'm going first. Yep. Um, I'm a, a lefty. go to Texas High School. Play center field, not bad. Top of the lineup, lead off sometimes second. That's really it. My name is Jackson. I am a pitcher for North Little Rock High School. I would say I came around for sticks last year and loved it ever since. Okay. So uh, that kind of leads us into our next question for this. You know, for these next couple of questions, let's go ahead from Jackson to Cameron. But just kind of take us through, you know, how you guys got connected with the Arkansas Sticks and just what the reasoning was for, for joining them. So I pitched in a fall league. I want to say it was about two years ago. And um, who against, I believe it was against Lucas Greer and Colton Sims. But I went five innings and I let up one run and then – Right after that, I talked to Coach Brewster, and he's in on the whole sticks deal, and I thought I was all in, and I love it. 
Uh, I was originally playing for Southern Athletics. Then they combined with Sticks. And then ever since, we've just been Sticks. I've been playing with Sticks ever since. Okay. So for Jackson here, got two separate questions for you guys. Jackson, go ahead and guy take us through with that. So I'm assuming it was the Sticks Fall League, correct? Yes, sir. So Jackson, go ahead and kind of dig into that, kind of what that was like in terms of just the competition level, what that weekend to weekend kind of looked like. And then for <laughs> for Cameron there as well, kind of dig into what what's the difference you've kind of seen, you know, as you as you started off with Southern Athletics, they went ahead and kind of transferred to the Arkansas Sticks. Just what comparison you've kind of seen there from Southern Athletics to the Arkansas Sticks. So we pitched in Magnolia. It was like the last game of the season, you know, winner is the champions for the Sticks League. And I got to start. I was a little nervous, but, you know, it's just, just another game in my mind. So I come out first inning. It was a little shaky. I think I walked two and had one strikeout, I believe. But then after that, you know, the first thing you get out all your nerves. And then after that, it was just just straight paints. I think I had nine, eight days in innings. And then after that, I pretty much just fell out of it. So that's about it. What's the question again? Uh, the the comparison you've seen between Southern Athletics to the Arkansas Sticks, like when they kind of combined. Oh, when I combined, I started playing like when bigger tournaments and better competition and stuff. Just seeing better guys and stuff. That's really it. Okay. So with both you guys, you know, being a part of this Arkansas Sticks program here for a little bit, I'm sure you guys have built, you know, some pretty good relationships with the coaching staff. You know, whether that's Coach Brewster, Coach Slayton, or, you know, just the number of coaches they got. What are some of those relationships you guys have with some of the Arkansas Sticks coaches? Yeah, so Coach Brewster, man, I, I met him first before, you know, the other coaches. And – that relationship was like just clicked right off the bat, you know. It was he's real easy to talk to, real easy to get to know, and he's like, you, you need anything, you can go. To that. And then we put Coach Regworth and our it was me, you know, Jason, Brissy, all those top guys, and that team was so fun. I mean, Coach Reg, like really fun guy to be around. Knows who he's talking about real well. And um, that went real well. We played in some really big tournaments, and we I think we did pretty good. In uh, the only sticks coach I know is Chase. He um he went to school with my parents and stuff. And I've been knowing him for a long time. Been looking up to him for a long time. Can't wait to play for him in future. Okay. So with where both of you guys are at within your guys' travel baseball career so far, you know, you guys have gotten a chance to play quite a few games. I'm sure you've, you know, traveled down to Atlanta, Hoover, all those different places here across the country. If you guys had to look through just your career so far, you know, what would be a couple of those just favorite memories that you guys have, you know, whether that's playing for the Sticks, playing for, you know, Southern Athletics or another team, just what are some of those memories you guys got? Man, if I pick one out, it would be – it was the first time I ever went to Atlanta. I came out the first inning and really well. And I come back to the dugout and it's like, oh, I didn't know you were like that. You're like, I didn't know you were, but now you are and you're absolutely nasty. And that really showed me that those guys are really uplifting people and really good teammates.
Uh, my favorite, my favorite memory playing with sticks is my first time I had switched to a new team. I think I was like 12, 13. And my new team played in this super NIT tournament down in Houston. And I was new, I was doing good. And then we came in second place. It was just like, it was my funnest moments, my 12th year, my new team. All right, so for both you guys, let's go ahead. Let's let's go ahead and flip the sword around. Let's go from Cameron to Jackson. Let's talk. Let's go ahead and transition to high school baseball. So Cameron, you're probably in your first couple games of high school ball with you being in 2026. Jackson, you got that chance to have that freshman year last year. Probably a couple games into your sophomore year. For Jackson, go ahead and dig into you know last season and what kind of what's been going on this year. And then for Cameron, just kind of dig into just your high school season so far and some of those maybe surprises you've had you know, going through your freshman year, um, my first time playing high school ball? I'm going to go first? Yeah. So, um, like, competition, I thought it was going to be, like, way more more competition, but travel ball is way, way, way more competition. My first few games, my first two at-bats I ever had on varsity as a freshman, I went two for two. And then as I seen like the pitching and stuff, I knew I was gonna get comfortable and get rolling after a while. So last year, last year was a good year. I mean, North Little Rock as a whole was pretty shaky, but it was really easy to come in. You know, all the seniors, all the juniors, they all uplifted me real well. And last year was a really good year. I did not hit last year. I straightly strictly pitched for North Little Rock and then it was all right. I threw a lot. I had a lot of walks and a lot of balls. But I mean, I also had a lot of strikeouts too. But I had, we went up to Gulf Shores last year and I pitched real well that uh, we faced Mark Brissy in the baseball. And I think up there was the best baseball North Rocks ever played. But this year, coming in the first couple of games, I've only pitched once because I recently came back from an arm injury. Um, I tore my UCL partially off the bone. So I just recently came back for that. I got to start against Sheridan. No, it was Russellville in the Sheridan tournament. I came out top 91 in the first inning. And then only I was on a short pitch count, so we went two innings. Went real well. And then I got to start against Lone Oak, and it was shaky. Lone Oak is a really good team this year. And they hit me pretty well. So you mentioned Mark Bristy there. With you guys being from, you know, Cameron from Texarkana, uh, Jackson, you from you there from in Arkansas at North Little Rock. You mentioned Mark Bristy. So what's that like when you are facing some of your Arkansas Sticks teammates? You know, when your teammates in the summertime, competitors in the springtime, what's that kind of like when you guys are facing each other when you guys are, you know, originally teammates on the Arkansas Sticks? Uh, I haven't really played anybody from Sticks, but I've played – against some kids I played against in travel ball and I've met them. It's kind of fun playing against them. You've seen them multiple times, like a brotherhood. Yeah, so, you know, it's obviously fun playing against the guys you know and the guys you pretty much live with during summer. And uh, it's, it's, it's sort of funny, but it's at the same time, you got to remember it's another game. This is another batter. So you just got to remember to stay locked in. But definitely, if they get you out or if they get a hit on you, you know, it's definitely going to 
reflect on you when you play again with them next because that's all they're going to be talking about or stuff like that. I'm sure. So, you know, with this season, you know, already rolling, I'm not sure. So, first off, how many games in are you guys? Just so I kind of can have a gauge on that. Uh, We play a pretty good chunk of it. We just started the conference like a week ago. Play two ga- two games. We got one tomorrow and one Friday. We've played eight games so far, and then we got three this upcoming week. Okay. So as the season keeps rolling, you know, I'm sure. So as the season keeps rolling, you know, what are some of those goals you guys have on the personal side of things and on the team side of things for this spring season? But then once the spring season comes to an end and you're actually playing on the Arkansas sticks this summer, maybe some of those personal goals, personal and team goals you guys have as well. So I guess, you know, a two-parter question there, but kind of take us through that here a little bit. Well, my team go, I want us to make the playoffs, get a little bit of experience because we're a young team. Then my travel team, summer ball, I just want to go down there and have fun. Do what we got to do, handle business. That's really it. Yeah, so as a team goal, you know, obviously the goal is to, you know, win the state title, go far in the tournament, and just dominate. But as a personal goal I have for myself is to limit the walks as big as, big as I can. You know, because that's a big part in seeing how far you can go in the game and winning games and helping your team. But personal goals, you know, just other than limiting the walks, I have to say definitely just stay in the weight room as I can, get stronger, get faster, stuff like that. Okay. So from talking to Coach Bruce, you know, before we were prepping for these episodes, it's from the sounds of it, it sounds like both you guys are going to have that opportunity to go play at that next level collegially. So where you guys are at right now, being, you know, a sophomore and a freshman, where are you guys kind of at on that right now in terms of just your college recruitment, talking to some teams? What does that kind of look like? Let's go ahead and flip that order back around. Let's start with Jackson, then go to Cameron. Just kind of take us through your guys' whole recruiting processes. Yeah, so I would say I'm pretty new to the recruiting part of the, you know, just college. I've talked to South Alabama, and then just other schools. I've talked to Arkansas. I've talked to Kansas. Well, I'm new to the recruiting process. I only talked to one team that was LSU. I've talked to the head coach. I met him before, and I've talked to the uh, the recruiting coach a couple times on the phone. I was down there on the camp. Got to meet them and the coaches stuff a little bit. They like, like, like they like what they seen a little bit, and just that's really that's all in college so far. So as you guys continue on throughout this recruiting process, you know, continue to talk to different schools, talk to different coaches. What are some of those key things you guys are looking for within a school, within a coaching staff, just a program in general? Just what are some of those key things you guys are looking for? You know, I'm really looking for a highly development school obviously. And then, you know, just someplace I really get comfortable with the coaches and it's just the atmosphere and the teammates. And I also like, I'm a big community guy. So, you know, just the community around the college, whether I like the community or not, whether I like the atmosphere. So those are like the things I'm looking for. I'll be looking for colleges. I'll be looking for um, the coaches and players and the environment. See how comfortable it is. Dang. I'm just going to keep it right there. All right. That works. Um, 
So moving to your guys actually on the field play. So Jackson, I know you're a PO. Cameron, I know you're only an outfielder, only hitter. You're not there up there on the mound. So it's going to be two separate questions here for you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Cameron, I guess you can kind of answer some of the pitching stuff I'm here as well. For North Little Rock. Okay. Well, I guess. Okay. Well, I guess C Coach Brewster was kind of telling me that you guys were, you know, hitter only PO, whatever. It's, it's fine. Whatever. We, I guess we can just have you guys answer both questions here then. Um, so on the hitting side of things, go ahead and kind of take us through your guys' hitting approach. You guys are on the on-deck circle. You guys are walking up to that batter's box. You know, what's going through your mind? You know, kind of take us through, you know, what you guys are thinking before you guys walk into that batter's box. Want me to go first? Uh, sure. We'll go ahead and flip it around. Um, It starts from after we do the national anthem, I bat second. So I really just look what the pitcher's throwing. Ask my teammate that bat leadoff. He's lifty. Just ask them how they're doing, and I'll get my time down on deck. And just going about confident, relaxed, hoping I can get some out of it. Yeah, so, you know, you obviously get your throwing. I like to get my timing really well on deck. I think that's a big factor in what you do in the box. But when I walk into the box, my mentality is really just own the box. Because, like, once you own the box, it's pretty much your game at that point. But when it comes to actually hitting – I really like to stay oppo or at least try to stay oppo because I have a big problem with spinning off. So when I stay oppo, it keeps me with my front foot locked. And that's what I really think. Okay. So on the pitching side of things, both of you guys kind of take us through your pitching repertoire. So when you're up there, you know, what do you throw in? Maybe a couple of pitches you guys are wanting to add or, you know, maybe work on the most. What does that pitching repertoire look like for both you guys? Um. I don't really pitch that much, but like when I do pitch, I just try to focus on winning every count, setting up, setting up my fastball with a curveball, change up. My favorite pitch is my curveball. Like it's it's kind of nasty a little bit. I just love. It. I can't wait to um, pitch more in the future as I get older. Yeah. So as terms of my mindset when it comes to pitching, you know, just get ahead on the count. You know, just blow by. I'm a big heavy fastball guy, but curveball is my secondary pitch. I just recently added a changeup, which is still a work in progress, but it's getting there slowly but surely. But I like to think heavy fastball, paint fastball outside, and then drop the curveball, keep it low, maybe backdoor every now. So for Jackson, you you mentioned how you're adding that changeup. When you do go about adding a new pitch, how do you kind of go about it? I know some pitchers do it in different ways. Like, what is your plan there? You decide, okay, you know, I'm going to start throwing a changeup. I'm going to start throwing a slider. Whatever it happens to be, you know, what is that approach or what is that process after you decide to add a new pitch to that repertoire? Yeah, so with a changeup, I like to throw it a lot, just warming up before the game and just playing catch because that's how I get a good feel of the pitch. But when it comes to actually being on the mound, I just throw a lot of fastball and make sure I pronate really hard. All right, so digging into mechanics here, let's go ahead. It's going to be a two-parter question. Mechanics for hitting. From that load-up to that follow-through, same thing here for pitching. You know, you're up on that mound. Kind of take us through the mechanics of your wind-up. Um, just go ahead and, well, I guess we'll just stick with Jackson. Go to Cameron here for this question. Yeah, so when I'm hitting, really I stay loaded. I'm not real wide, but I do like to stay loaded because a lot of I'm late. But when I stay loaded, it just helps me be on time and take it oppo or wherever I need to put the ball at. But when, when it comes to pitching, 
I really like to stay in my legs a lot. So what I say is throw with my hip. And what I mean by that is like getting in my back leg and throwing my butt down or towards the plate. So when you see my front hip, if the front line with the plate, it'll go wherever I want the ball to go. When it comes to pitching, I like to stay in my back half a lot because, you know, when you're staying your legs, it takes a lot off of your arm. Oh, I just had recently arm problems. So I'm big on letting as least of the amount of stress that I can on my arm. So when I stay in my back leg, I like to throw my butt towards home plate. And when I'm leaving with my hip and my butt. I can really put the ball wherever I want it to be, whether it's a fastball, curveball, changeup, slider. I can either put it down or I can put it high, low, inside out because I'm leaving my front hip. Uh, when I'm up the bat, I try to work on staying through the zone a lot with my bat. And when I'm stepping my front foot, I, I try to over-exaggerate it and step towards either straight in the straight line or towards the plate because I tend to, like, open up a little bit and I start to slice over. Really try to stay through the zone. Everything up the middle. Well, I'll try to. So look at your game's entirety. Let's say you guys are scouts, you know, watching yourselves play, you know, whether that's, you know, pitching on the mound, hitting, you know, for Cameron, when you're running the bases, playing the outfield as well, what would be that personal scouting report that you would write up on yourselves if you guys were a scout, you know, watching yourself play? If I really had to put it, like, from a pitching perspective, I would say I'd get myself in a quick tempo, clean arm, clean arm angle, sharp curveball, and fastball, a little bit of cut. Uh, for me, hitting in the outfield, I would say I would, I'm okay. Well, I take good angles on balls. Get behind in a little bit. I've given myself a decent hitting. Like I still got time to develop, and I'm not. I'm in a little slump right now, but that's really it. All right. So my last baseball question here for you guys. You know, as you continue on with your high school careers, you know, head to that next level to play collegiately. What are some of those key things you guys are wanting to, you know, just put a focus on within your development? What are the, some of those things you guys are wanting to, you know, put an emphasis on? So one thing I do want to keep myself development is, you know, stay velo wise, but really just being able to keep all of my pitches accurate. And if they're not right now accurate, you know, get them to where I can put it on it. And then velo is obviously a big development. You know, I'm trying to hit 95 years. So for me, I want to, I want to get in the weight room more, get bigger, get stronger, get faster. The way I don't got to put that much effort into my swing as I'm swinging in the game is really it. All right, guys. So here my last segment here, let's go ahead and move into, you know, beyond the baseball field, passions, motivation, stuff like that. First off with passions. Beyond the game of baseball, you know, what is it that you guys like to, you know, maybe do for a hobby, maybe do something, you know, cope with? cope with some stress, keep take your mind off of some things. You know, what are some of those passions you guys have beyond the game of baseball? Let's go ahead and flip it around one last time here. We'll keep it the same order for the last couple questions. Go from Cameron to Jackson here. Uh, for me, sometimes, obviously, I play the game, play my game, my friends and stuff online, playing a little Madden and 2K. Sometimes I download a, a game on my phone, 
and just do that or or go outside, throw the football with friends, whatever. Do you get my mind off things? Yeah, so other than baseball, I really just try to stay active, you know, whether it's with baseball or not, play basketball, throw the football, you know, keep hitting the weights, keep running, you know, things like that. And then I do play the game every now and then. I on it, but definitely when I have nothing else to do, I'll be on the game. I'm a big, you know, MLB the show guy. What's your go-to team? What's your go-to team on MLB the show? And are you a you a Diamond Dynasty guy? You wrote of the show franchise. When you're playing the show, what are you playing? Oh, I'm a big Diamond Dynasty guy. Okay. Okay. Who who's your best player right now on that Diamond Dynasty team? Polanco, the 99 Polanco. Ooh, okay. Okay. Shoot. All right. You Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Okay, there we go. I always like when I get a PlayStation guy on. I I hear people play Xbox. You play PlayStation 2, Cameron? Yes, sir. Okay. The only way. What? PlayStation is the only way. Of course. I, whenever I ask somebody, they tell me Xbox. I'm like, shoot, let's just go ahead and end the interview there. Uh, <laughs> but let's go ahead and dig into motivations here. You know, deep down internally, you know, what is it that helps you guys, you know, just get out of bed every morning, go get better as a ball player, but as a person as well. I got kicked the sheets in a way is something that some people like to say. What are some of those motivations that you guys have? Uh, my, my motivation. I see. Uh, I see people like in the MLB. I want to be where, where they are by the time I'm their age, and I want to make sure my family, make sure I, I do good for them, pay for everything that they spend on me for baseball, pay them back in that way. Yeah. So you know, one of the main motivations is giving back everything I was given. You know, just to my parents, to my friends, and just to not even my parents, my brothers, my sisters just family in general and um you know just giving god thanking him for waking me up every day and just blessing me with a family a good athleticism obviously and just the love for playing the game all right so down to my last question here on the why playing wells podcast one question i'd like to end it off with pretty much everybody i get on the show so when you guys you know three four years down the road head to college to play collegiate baseball or collegiate football. Cameron, I hear you're a pretty good football player as well. You guys are going to get the opportunity to capitalize on your name, image, and likeness. So when the opportunity does come, what would be that dream brand to endorse, collaborate with, partner with, whatever it happens to be, what would that dream brand be? My dream brand, I would say either Adidas or Nike. Like, for football, I like wearing Adidas because that like they're real comfortable. Sometimes Nike, like they give me blisters and stuff like that. But and then for shoes, I need Nikes. I can give me some couple of Jordans and other nice equipment. I can work out in. That's it. For just the wearing brand, I definitely go Adidas. I wear Adidas cleats. You know, Adidas shoes today. Adidas clothes. I will have a whole lot of Adidas. And then another brand, I would like to just be a partner of 44 Pro Gloves. I love them, dude. I wear, I have three 44 Pro Gloves right now. And I, they're the best glove I've ever had for sure. Okay. And for 44 Pro Gloves, you can actually customize those things pretty much any way you want, right? Yes, sir. So what, what customizations are you doing on those gloves? Man, I I stuck with North Little Rock colors for, the, for my album glove which is blue, yellow, white, 
and then put the name on there, put a Bible verse. And then for my first baseman mitt, I really just stuck with the clean colors. I got tan and then blonde. And then on the thumb, it says vacuum cleaner because, you know, you're a first baseman. You got to vacuum everything. And then for the pitching glove, I stuck with like a snake skin and then black, tan, and then red. Okay. All right, guys. Cameron, what's up? Oh, I thought you were just asking him. I was going to do mine. Oh, well, yeah, Cameron, go ahead. What's your what's your 44? Do you have 44 Pro Glove as well? Mm-hmm. What's, what's your glove look like? I chose to stick with my team colors, black, orange, and white. Well, black and orange. Well, my main, my base color is a black. Then my stitching is white with my letter, with, uh, with my name on there, my number. Then I got the like the, the laces and orange. Yeah, that's really it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, that, that's the final question here in the Why Play Anyone Else podcast. You know, super appreciative of you guys coming on the show. I do want to wish you guys the best of luck, you know, as you guys continue on through your spring season, go ahead and play for the Arkansas Sticks this summer and beyond that as you guys head to, you know, these next couple years of high school, collegiate baseball as well, potentially pro balls too. Uh, just best of luck the rest of your guys' career. And, you know, I'm just, just again, you know, thanks for coming on the Why Play Anyone Else podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you.